Welcome to the Move 100 Halifax Morning Podcast. Here are your hosts, Aaron Hopkins and Peter Harrison. Is the way you tip offending people? The new rules for tipping coming up on today's podcast. Also, the Prime Minister, you're probably aware, is getting roasted for his performance at a piano bar in London. But if you haven't heard what he's saying... We've got the evidence for you to hear coming up. And your cheats for when friends ask you to bring food for a party. Am Mm. I the only one who will buy something and (laughs) pretend like I made it? No, you're not the only one. Mm -mm. And your $1,000 Minute Advantage right now for the September 21st edition of the $1,000 Minute. The answer to question number 10 is Yukon. Starting your day with Halifax's favorite morning duo. Drinking nice coffee. Aaron and Peter. They're funny. They're hilarious. Move 100. Hey, good morning. It is Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Happy Tuesday. Good morning. It is September 20th. A bit of a rainy start to our day. And a rainy rest of the week. (laughs) We had a bit of a boomerang situation with the weather yesterday. It just, it was like, just kidding, it's summer again for a day. (laughs) Uh, Was it a day or was it like three hours? It was nice. I went out at about 12 o'clock, and I was doing the whole, like, sticking my arm out the door situation. Like, what is the weather like right now? What can I be wearing to go for a walk? Uh, Shorts and T-shirts. Everybody out there in shorts and T-shirts. And it was gorgeous till like, 435. By the end of the week, it appears that Hurricane Fiona is going to have some impact. Yeah, so it's looking like that's going to happen, right? The track of the storm right now, and, of course, anything can change between now and then. It might go off altogether into the Atlantic. Right. But the track of the storm, according to the Canadian Hurricane Center, has it kind of going right between Cape Breton and Newfoundland. Totally. That could obviously move to the west just a little bit. Yeah. Could move to the east just a little bit. Newfoundland, though, (laughs) unlikely to uh, avoid it completely. When you look on Twitter, it's... It looks kind of scary. Everyone's like, this could be a massive hurricane. <laughs> the Category 3 right now, which is pretty darn big. Yeah, okay. So that could be uh, overnight Friday into Saturday, right? If it were if it were to happen here. Again, yeah, anything can change, but okay. that's the best guess. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, as you said, every, anything could change, right, in the next few days. It's only Tuesday. This is coming this weekend, so we got some time. We'll keep you posted. What the fact, indeed. There are some uh, useless and, um, well, interesting facts for you, I think. Clueless, classic movie, right? Mm -hmm. Alicia Silverstone. Could have been Angelina Jolie. She auditioned for it. No. Could have been Reese Witherspoon. She auditioned for it. Oh, I could see that. Could have been Sarah Michelle Geller. She auditioned for it. Oh, I could see that, too. None successful until Alicia Silverstone came along. And uh, the director said, yeah, you're perfect. Yeah, she was. (laughs) Uh, In your head right now, put a picture of Yoda there. Got that? Yeah. Now, <laughs> I'm like questioning everything. Okay. Um, now put a picture of Albert Einstein there. Okay. Yoda was partly modeled after a photo of Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein. Can what? you see it? I got to Google Yoda. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'll, I'll wait. <laughs> okay. The, the hairs? The hair. The shape of the head? The mouth. <laughs> okay, okay. That's kind of sad. Let's move on. Have if you I s- was Albert Einstein, I'd be so mad about that. Well... He's dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nice. Have you seen the new Elvis movie? It's on crazy. No, I haven't. Oh, man. It's on my list. In the movie, Colonel Tom Parker, Elvis's agent, um, shows that he has he's made these buttons. He's making money off lunch cans and posters and T-shirts and dolls and all sorts of things, mm-hmm. Elvis. Um, but he also shows that he has, I hate Elvis buttons. I hate Elvis buttons made. Turns out that's actually the, a fact. Uh, as a way to make money off people 
who weren't buying his merchandise, oh who absolutely God. detested Elvis, who were turned against him. Get out. He, uh, Colonel Tom Parker made I hate Elvis buttons. <laughs> he could make money any number of ways. And I guess it works. Finally, uh, what the fact, there have been 44 live-action Hollywood movies adapted from video games, starting with Super Mario Brothers back in 1993. It took 34 movies in 25 years for any one movie based on a video game to do better than 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, my gosh. The first one was Tomb Raider in 2018. Whoa. It had a 52% rating. Um, why do they keep going? Why, why weren't they just like, clearly this isn't working? Good question. I mean. And this was actually the second Tomb Raider. Oh, man. Right? Angelino Jolie made the first one. That one didn't do uh, didn't do all this all that well, but the one they made in 2018 did. Why? Yeah, why Brutal. is that even a genre? Yeah. I wake up to the sound. Starting your day with Aaron and Peter. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Halifax's Move 100. All right, do you have a go-to dish that you always bring to a party or to a dinner? Like something easy that you can just rely on every time. Okay, I, I don't. I'm no? honestly, I don't cook. I'm terrible at it. Okay, my Your wife. wife? Oh, she's great. She's she's terrific. She has a go to cake that is amazing. Oh, what kind of cake? Um, it was a friend had it at their wedding a few years ago. She got the recipe, and ever since she's been making it, it is so. There's so many eggs in it. It is so <laughs> dense. Oh, yum! And it's covered in in buttercream frosting. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's like it's like getting a big slice of pound cake. Yeah, and I can't homemade. Stop. Oh. Cannot stop. Yum, that sounds that. amazing. So if she brings a cake to a party, that's a special event. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, yeah. eh? Uh, well, have you ever done this? Have you ever gone to a party where, you know, everybody expected you to bring something and you stopped off at a bakery or a grocery store along the way and bought it and just passed it, passed it off as if you've made it? That's wow. a thing that people do. Wow, who would do such a thing? <laughs> who would do that? Who would, that kind of foolery, that kind of trickery is... Is just not right, Erin. Okay, well, I, I just, I was making plans with my friends the other day, booking our Thanksgiving. I do like a Friendsgiving every year, right? And so uh, I'm putting it in my calendar. I'm like, okay, I've got a good month here to prepare. I don't need to be like, you know, panicking last minute about what I'm bringing. Last Thanksgiving, I was in charge of bringing the pumpkin pie. And I was like, perfect. I love to bake. I really do. So I was like, this is great. I'll make a nice homemade pumpkin pie. Well, I just ran out of time. I got busy. I didn't have time to do it. So I did that. I stopped at a bakery along the Bedford Highway somewhere, like near Mill Cove or something, and grabbed this pumpkin pie. And I was looking at it, and I was like, okay, there is no freaking way I'm going to be able to pass this off as my own. It had like a like these intricate designed like cookies that were on top of the pie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The they little, looked like a little like maple leaf. The shortbread yeah, yeah, thing yeah. that they sometimes put All in the All the nice pie. little designs on yes, top. But I'm course. like, there's no way that no, my friends are going to think that I made this. No one would believe that Aaron no, created this. But I really wanted to pretend that I made this pie because sure. I felt so bad. Everybody else was doing homemade stuff. So I just sat there. I'm like, I can make this work. So I just took off the, the little shortbread cookies that were on the top and ate them, so the pie didn't look as great, but I'm like, okay, this looks way more believable. Put a little fresh whipped cream on top so you couldn't tell how perfect the pie was baked. Nobody knew. No one knew it was store-bought. They were like, Aaron, this is the best pumpkin pie I've had in my life. I was like looking at Renee, don't you say a freaking word. Yeah, that's... uh... (laughs) 
That's that's cheating. I, I won't say that it doesn't happen, but it's certainly it's cheating it's, just a little. It's not right? like I do it every year, and I'm like, this is mine. Just as an aside, did yeah. you? Was it actually fresh whipped cream? You bought whipping cream and you whipped it and you put it on the pie, or hang on, did it come in a can? Or even worse. You got it from the freezer section. It was no, it was fresh whipped cream. That's the only thing I did fresh because I felt so guilty about not making the pie. And that's delicious, (laughs) by the way. So good, but it worked, and I got away with it. Anybody else do that sort of thing? Have you ever? Have you ever? I mean, why? Why? The only thing I will say is, if you can't, if you can't make it better than a than a than a bakery, if you don't, you know, have something special, I won't mind at all if you stop by and get that big box of Costco cookies and just show up. But you don't have to pretend. You don't have to pretend it's not yours. You can just open up the the, the plastic oh, and man. put it on the table and say, "Ooh, boy, I don't which like one? That. Do, you, do you want the macadamia? Do you want the chocolate chip?" <laughs> Listen, I've bought those cookies before and gave them as gifts, but I didn't want anybody to know that I got them at Costco. So instead, I'll go, like, at the dollar store, you can buy nice little clear bags that fit cookies in. Yeah. And I'll go buy those and a nice ribbon and then stock the cookies in, and it looks like they're homemade. I do it all the time. Wow. You'd have to call those... (laughs) My Costco, you won't believe they didn't come from Costco right? cookies. Exactly. It just seems more special. It's homemade, right? Mm. But I'm lying. Full on lying. Man. <laughs> this text, I didn't pass it off as my own, but I do dress up stuff. Now, I think this is you know personal comment here for Peter. This is pretty common, I think. Uh, the text goes on to says, say, if people ask, I'll tell them the truth. But I don't just tell everyone I did not make this. Oh, yeah. I put artichoke dip in a pretty container and oh. added parm and chives on top. Mm-hmm. Someone thought I made it. And I was like, nope, from Sobeys. Yeah. Just straight up level. I've done that before as well. That's like my cookie thing from Costco, putting it in a nice container and a nice ribbon. I think it's really, really hard to tell whether an artichoke artichoke dip is from Costco as compared to the cookies. Maybe it's me because I am so familiar with Yeah, okay, Costco you're just the Costco cookies. man. Sobeys cookies, whatever. I'll just mm. put it in my own little container. If you don't ask me, I'm not going to tell you that I bought them. <laughs> I w- <laughs> but it will look homemade by my packaging. I want you to try putting Oreo cookies in... <laughs> You a little to, can from the dollar store. Saying, I made that. I can try. I can try to make them look as different as they can, just to pass them off as my own. Put I would a do that. Marshmallow on top. Yeah, literally design little icing on top. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Good morning, Move One Hundred. Is this something you would do? Buy food and pass it off as your own? I would never do that. For simple reason, you don't know what's in it. People might have allergies, and I've worked in enough envi- office environments. That if people think that it's yours and you lie to them about stuff, people can get really sick. Well, this took oh, a turn. Oh, man. <laughs> like, no, I, just I know it's horrible. a quick fix. If it's family, it's a different story. Right. If I don't have time. I've done it once. Right. And my dad saw right through it. It was funny as hell. So but if you in want, a work environment, never. If you want to kill them, then it's okay <laughs> to say that. <laughs> No, see, my family doesn't have allergies, but my dad was dad's really picky when it comes yeah. to baked goods, and he knew that none of us could make gate squares. So he knew they were store bought. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move One Hundred. Hello. Join the show anytime at four five one thirteen thirteen. Well, this is a how-to text, I think, that just came in. And it's in reply to the woman who was just on the air with us and saying, well, don't do that because you don't know what's in the the stuff. People could have allergies. It could be allergies. It could, And that's a real thing. Yeah. Uh, This text says, buy your baking at a farmer's market. 
It will look homemade. Ooh. And you can even ask the person selling it about ingredients so you'll be more authentic and you'll know if there's anything anybody should be worried about when it comes to allergies. Yeah. It will look homemade is a good point. I mean, yeah. really, because you don't want it to be too, too professional, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> it's like something's up there. Uh, Bonnie, good morning. Have you ever done something like this? I actually did. Um, but it was from Eminem Me. Of course. And, mm-hmm. and my, it was my roommate was a chef. So I told him that I had made the roast. And he used to get really mad that I could make a better roast than him. (laughs) And you never admitted that it was not you? No, never. <laughs> I love that. Way to go. We were talking about M&M's earlier. That's a good spot to do that. Oh, M&M's like frozen yes, foods. Because yeah. all the appetizers. And but if you you're can't. not familiar with M&M's, you can get away with it. You can't call the appetizers your own, can you? Well, maybe if you're going to somebody's party who doesn't shop there. They wouldn't know any better, right? <laughs> I can't make wontons. <laughs> Uh, good morning, Move 100. You've done this before. You've uh, bought food and, and, and maybe passed it off as your own? Years ago, uh, when my kids were in um, elementary school, they both came home needing cupcakes and, like, more than 30 each. Uh, I just went to the store and bought them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right oh, up. God, yeah. Honestly. And when you do that, do you go to a fancy do you go to a fancy cupcake place or do you go to Sobeys? <laughs> uh, I just went to Sobeys. Mm-hmm. And did you know where I was making 60 cupcakes? Did you say they were homemade or were you just like, yeah? Uh, well, my daughter clued into what I was doing and she said, you know, mom knows they're not homemade. And I said, no, I didn't say anything about homemade. That's right. <laughs> Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Hello. Join the show anytime at 451 1313. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. What's trending? Oh, boy. Have you seen the viral video of Justin Trudeau that the internet is obsessed with? I'm a little obsessed. I just want more. So the video shows Justin singing in a London hotel bar over the weekend, just a couple days before the Queen's funeral. And what is he singing? Bohemian (laughs) Rhapsody. video shows. Now, the tweet that went viral says, how do you say you were a drama teacher without saying you were a drama teacher? (laughs) I want so bad to hear the mamma mia. I know. Oh my god. Uh, Now, the guy playing the piano is actually an artist from Quebec, Gregory Charles, who was part of Canada's delegation for the Queen's funeral. There were some people online questioning if this actually was this past weekend, but Justin's office confirmed. They said after dinner on Saturday, Justin joined a small gathering with members of the Canada delegation, who have come together to pay tribute to the life and service of Her Majesty. So, Well, they were singing yeah. Queen. Yeah, they were singing Queen, so yeah. it makes sense. The person who took the video, though, was definitely taking that in secret, which is why <laughs> yeah. it's so uh, short. Wish we had more for sure. Hey, remember back when Nathan McKinnon won the Stanley Cup and was asked about having Sidney Crosby at his cup party? Yes. You mentioned the people you love. You've been a guest at a couple of Stanley Cup parties back home in Cole Harbor. What's it going to be like to host one? Well, he better be coming. Uh, I've been... I've been the drunkest guy at two of his, so he better be drunk at mine. Well, we have an update on how that party went with Sidney Crosby. Uh, He was chatting with the 32 Thoughts podcast, and they had a little inside knowledge on the party from Nathan, and they asked Sidney about it. He said you weren't the drunkest, but you were in the top ten. 
Top 10. <laughs> wow. All right. Where would you have rated yourself that night? I'd say at least top five. At least. I mean, he left two hours before I did. So I was. Really? I think I shut down the alehouse that night. So, I mean, what else can I do? <laughs> I mean, what does he want from me? <laughs> he shut down the alehouse yeah. like a good Haligonian. It's a party at the alehouse? <laughs> Oh my God. Also, the alehouse literally closes at like 3.30 in the morning. So, wow. Hey, and this is cool news. Shania Twain has announced that she's dropping a new song this Friday. It's called Waking Up Dreaming, and she's calling this a new chapter of her music. She said she spent the last couple of years working away on new music, on her documentary, and the Vegas residency, uh, and it's been such a fulfilling time for her. So she can't wait for this next chapter, and Waking Up Dreaming is just the start. So that is out this Friday. We can't wait. And that is what's trending this morning on Move 100. Getting you pumped up for the day. Get up and go. Get up, 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 up. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Did you know that the way you tip could be considered insulting? Oh, no. There are new standards in tipping these days. Many servers say the old standard of 15% just won't cut it anymore. And some, not not everybody, but some say that 15% is completely insulting. Wow. Um, I don't know if you've noticed this lately, but at restaurants and, and whatever, when you go out and you're handed the machine to pay for your meal, some of the machines have prompts that begin at 18% and go up to 30%. Remember when they began at like 10? Yeah. Now they're going to 18. So 18 to 30 is yeah. what's on the machine. Yeah, and servers are saying they need the extra money to uh, to earn something close to a living wage. So that's you know, kind of why these these options have gone up. Maybe it's also a hangover from... The, I mean, not that we're not in a pandemic right now, but officially we are. But the early days of the pandemic when, you know. They were close. They were <laughs> frontline workers. And maybe they still still are in many ways. You know? oh, right. So maybe some of a hangover from that where we were tipping more mm. at, at that point. And so we haven't really gone back to, to anything less. Mm-hmm. But there's also um, pushback from people who will say, well, look, I mean, inflation. I need my dollar to be oh my gosh. stretched even more than we tried to stretch it before. Everything costs so much money. And maybe some people aren't going out to eat quite so mm, much. Maybe not. But, and therefore, they, I mean, when they do go out, they have to you know, be a little more careful with their money. Mm. Just, just saying. So we want to hear from you. Do you think that tipping 15% is insulting? Uh, whether you're the person doing the tipping, whether you're a server, we'd love to hear from a server as well, your opinion on that. And maybe just in general, what you do tip these days, because things change, like things really did change in the last couple of years, right? Mm-hmm. I am such a pushover when it comes to tipping. Oh, yeah. I, like, I, I don't know. I just feel like it's at least minimum all the time, 20%. Oftentimes, I'll tip 25. Wow. And also, when I go and buy takeout, like when I go and physically pick up mm. food, I always feel the need to tip. Like, I just feel so guilty if I don't. Mm-hmm. I just don't have the heart yeah. not to. I started doing that, I think, during the, the, the height of the pandemic. During the pandemic, yeah, yeah. and it made sense because a lot of that time they couldn't have dining indoors, right? Yeah. So you wanted to offer that tip. But now things are changing, and, and technically you don't necessarily have to do that when you're going to pick up your own food. Let me throw this out. If mm. you're saying, okay, well, 18% is the, the, the starting point, is yeah. what the machine says is the Minimum. Starting. But here in Nova Scotia... We are tipping on the tax. The tax, yeah. So we always we always tipped more. If you're tipping 15%, you yeah. are tipping 
18%. Right. That's, and if you're tipping 25%. Yeah, I know I'm bad. I'm really oh, bad. Here. <laughs> and it doesn't even have to be good service. Throw the money at me. <laughs> Especially I'm going out and I'm like, I'll stay here for a couple hours and have a couple drinks. And okay. I get all like, oh yeah, you get 25%. <laughs> well, yeah, but you just stayed there for a couple of hours too. You took right. up that space yeah. that another customer wouldn't be able to use. I know it's bad. What about you? Are you like. I am, I'm pretty. I'm I'm frugal. Are you? Say. Yeah. Yeah. And eighteen uh, percent would be pretty close to my top. And okay. knowing that I'm already tipping on the tax, wow. fifteen percent lately, trying to hold on to the money just a little bit more closely. Right. Right. Fifteen percent would probably do. That would probably be normal for me right now. So what do you think? Is fifteen percent insulting? And what are you tipping typically when you go out these days? Let's say when you go out for a dinner or whatever. What are you? Are you still at the twenty percent like we were all at during the pandemic, or have you like scaled it back just a little bit? Okay, from text, I tip twenty five percent. I'm not a cheapo. <laughs> a cheapo? <laughs> are they calling you a cheapo, Peter? I think so. Twenty <laughs> percent. Uh, this text says, and another person pointing out that. Uh, in Australia, servers are paid 25 to $30 an hour, and tips are not a thing mm. there. See, if you can, if you can support a, a living wage or a wage that your employees want to be, to be working at, then sure, why, why need the tips if you're getting paid well? I wonder, there was a restaurant in Halifax that within the past year or so oh. moved to that living wage standard where there was no tipping. But the servers were getting paid what was considered a living wage at that time, although that's gone up. Where was that? Mm. And it was like a new concept because it was like, yep, we don't encourage tipping here whatsoever. Gottagen or off Gottagen. Does anybody remember? Mm. Anyone remember? Texas at 124.7. Yeah. Is wow. that still going? Is that still a thing at that restaurant? Is the restaurant still surviving? I can't imagine it's still a thing because I don't remember. I don't, eh, I don't know. Have like, I haven't lot. been there, so I, how <laughs> could right. it possibly be a thing? You're right. Hold on. If Aaron, <laughs> we've already answered our own question. If Aaron hasn't been there, it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, what do you think? Is 15% uh, as a tip insulting? And what are you typically tipping these days? Because, you know, we kind of upped our tipping game during the pandemic. Yeah. But now things are a little bit different, right? We're pushing back in some cases. Yeah, yeah. Megan, good morning. What are your thoughts on this? I'm a, I'm, I'm a bartender. I've been one for 15 years. Mm -hmm. And I totally am grateful for all 15% tips that I get for the last 15 years. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I think that that is a really good standard. And if I get above that, I'm really grateful. But for the most part, all my regulars seem to be right around 15 Is this a full-time gig for you? Um, it is. And do you make a living wage when you add in your tips? I make a living wage probably without my tips. I work full-time. I do a lot of office work with uh, with Mopsies, too. I work for Mopsies, so I okay. do a lot of office work. So I do a lot of, I work about full-time hours without tips. Hmm. Interesting. I'm surprised that you say most of your regulars tip 15%. I thought it would be just more than that, but it's nice that, you know... 
That's great. That works out. It's better than nothing, right? It, exactly. It is better than nothing. And don't get me wrong, I do have my fair share of other regulars that uh, treat me very well. But for the most part, a lot of them use a business card. And you can't do more than like 15%. Who knew? But with, but with the bills being so high, 15% is still a really good tip when yeah. you look at it that way. Yeah, they're racking up those bills. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> With Aaron and Peter. Uh, by the way, the, the restaurant in Halifax that got rid of tipping, didn't encourage tipping, was uh, Coda Ramen mm-hmm. on Gottagen Street. I yeah. don't think they're open anymore. I, I'm looking at their Facebook page right now. The last post was like January. January, but their website doesn't exist. Uh, what they were going to do is they were going to pay senior staff $22 an hour, and the new staff would gradually work up to that hourly wage, and mm. then they didn't accept tips. So, okay. By the yeah. way, that twenty-two dollars—that's no longer considered the living wage. It's gone up. I think yeah. it's twenty-three oh, yeah. fifty. This would have been a few years ago. So, there are lots of texts this morning, but but uh, this one it has a really good point. I think. Good morning. With regards to tipping, we're a family of five. Mm-hmm. When we go out to eat, our bill doesn't take long to creep up. Yeah, no kidding. While I understand that tipping helps the server, I think people have to also consider how much it costs for a family to go out for an evening together. We do around 15%, and we express to the server our gratitude for their service. Not everyone can afford to tip higher than that. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make you a cheapo. You're fine, Peter. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it finishes. Times are hard for almost everyone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, This text is uh, from somebody who works in the service industry. I work in a casual fine dining restaurant in downtown Halifax. And I'd say most people are still tipping 15%, not above, and some even less. Mm. We also heard from a server at, or a bartender at Moxie's who said most of uh, the people that come in are tipping 15%, and that's that. Yeah, and she was very happy and, yeah, and grateful, grateful for that 15%. Absolutely. Sure. Uh, good morning, Move 100. Your thoughts on tipping? I always tip between 25 and 30%. The reason I do is because I have a business, but my daughter works in the service industry, and it's, it's unbelievable. Like, people are... They're so strapped. There's people like she works um, in a bar and she sometimes has, like has 50 tables by herself and they'll get paid as women wage. And mm-hmm. if she didn't have her tips, she said she could not be on her own. She would not be able to afford her rent. Mm-hmm. $1,500. So I think they deserve it too. Right. It's, it's, they're working really hard. Like I went down and looked at some of these people. I thought I could never do it right. at this age. Never. But I guess it depends on the person. If you have the money and if you don't, then you, you give what you can. Mornings on Move 100 with Aaron and Peter. It's time to win some money. Let's play the $1,000 Minute for Colonial Honda on Roby. Okay, we got first-time player Jamie Maxwell on the line this morning. Hi, Jamie. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How you doing? Good, thank you. Good. Let's get you some money this morning, yeah? Yeah, let's try. <laughs> okay, Jamie, 60 seconds, 10 questions. Get them all right. You win 1000 bucks. Uh, say pass if you don't know an answer. We can come back to it if there's time. But the first answer you give us counts, okay? All right. All right, Jamie Maxwell, your $1,000 minute on move starts now. Jamie, what kind of food did Goldilocks eat at the Three Bears house? Porch. What does 30 times 4 divided by 6 equal? Um, 20. Did Canada stop producing pennies more or less than 10 years ago? Less. The new iPhone went on sale on Friday. What number iPhone is it? Eight. In what country was IMAX film technology invented? 
Um, Ontario. Jasmine and Basmati are both types of what? Rice. Prior to Queen Elizabeth, who is England's longest reigning monarch? Pass. What river passes by Quebec City and Montreal? Um, pass. Who played the character Neo in The Matrix? Oh, um... I'm going to pass on that one. Time is up, Jamie. Okay, let's go through the questions together, all right? Okay. Goldilocks ate porridge. 30 times 4 divided by 6 is 20. Canada stopped making pennies less than 10 years ago in 2013. Mm -hmm. The new iPhone is the 14, not the 8. IMAX invented in Canada. Jasmine and Basmati are both types of rice. Uh, Queen Victoria, the longest monarch uh, prior to Queen Elizabeth. The St. Lawrence River passes by Quebec City and Montreal, and Keanu Reeves played Neo in The Matrix. We got through nine questions, Jamie. So you got four out of ten and forty bucks this morning. All right, thank you very much. Thank you for playing, Jamie, and you hang on the line for us, all right? Okay, perfect. Okay. All right, Jamie, by the way, just want to let you know and everybody else know that on our podcast, which we put up every day, we'll give away the answer to question number 10 for the next day's $1,000 Minute. We call it the $1,000 Minute Advantage. Didn't mm-hmm. get the question 10 today. No, but tomorrow, hopefully we will when you play and win 1000 bucks at 8 o'clock on Move 100. We're all friends here. Where's my best friend? Join the show anytime at 451-1313. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Happy National Pepperoni Day. Pepperoni Pizza Day in particular. Pepperoni Pizza. What did I say? Pepperoni Day. (laughs) (laughs) You can't have a pepperoni day. (laughs) (laughs) It's National Pepperoni Pizza Day, Erin. I had one job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And you blew it. Okay. Um, But I I discovered earlier this morning that that Erin has some definite feelings about the pepperoni on her pizza and how it should be placed on the pizza. Yeah. Uh, Well, okay. Let me just start by saying I had a horrible pepperoni pizza last weekend. I was in Shediac, New Brunswick. Won't say where I was, but I ordered a pepperoni pizza. It was like the world famous one. And you know the pepperoni that comes on the pizza that it's like cold cut pepperoni? Like it's under the cheese and it's kind of thick and it feels wet. Oh, that's a terrible description. That That sounds awful. I'm all about the pepperoni, like the thin little circles on top of the cheese so they get nice and crispy and Mm -hmm. burnt, you know? If I'm selecting a pepperoni pizza, uh, a a pepperoni for a pizza, Mm -hmm. it would be the brothers, like maybe medium medium hot. So good. Oh my God. A little spice in it. And a little thicker than what you're talking about. Yeah, but I can handle that. Yeah. Okay, so... It is National Pepperoni Pizza Day. Mm-hmm. What besides pepperoni, pepperoni belongs on a pizza in Aaron's world? Oh, God. Mushrooms, green pepper, maybe some jalapenos. Mm-hmm. And ranch on top. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I knew You're you were going to chirp me for that. Yeah. Okay, so mushrooms, jalapeno. Green pepper. Green pepper. Okay, so mushrooms and green pepper, most of the world can agree on that. At yeah. least two-thirds of people. Pepperoni is the number one answer for what belongs on a pizza. Uh-huh. A mushroom and green peppers were right in there as well. What kinda, do you put on yours? Just, well, no, no, this, is, this is all right. 
Um, I like olives on my pizza, which is not particularly popular. Yeah, I'm not into that. I like sun-dried tomato Ooh. on mine. Okay, why are you getting all fancy on us? <laughs> it's not olives fancy. and sun-dried tomatoes. I'm like, give me a mushroom, and I'm good. Ranch dressing is uh, is kind of uh, splitting the opinion as well. It's about fifty fifty people who would like to have ranch dressing on the side or on their pizza as well. I can't believe uh, every time I have friends over or whatever and we order pizza and I get the ranch out. The amount of times that people are like, why would you eat your pizza with ranch? Yeah. How is how is this not a more universal thing? I think it's just starting to catch on here. What the heck? Just in the last several years. Since you showed up in town, <laughs> basically that's when the ranch started to become popular. You know what I mean? But I'm curious what people think does not belong on a pizza. <laughs> I mean, there are things that people put on pizza that you kind of look at and you go, what? Like, no. And one time I got pizza somewhere and it came with anchovies and I didn't realize that it was on there. And oh, yeah, I think that, that that's one thing that people might say. Doesn't Not belong. a fan. But around the world, anchovies is a topping like pepperoni that people can agree on that belongs on a pizza that will order up a straight up anchovy pizza. Yeah, would you? Probably not, but I will have the tuna pizza over at, uh, tuna at Salvatore's. Pizza. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, that might not be a popular that. opinion. What does not ever <laughs> belong on a pizza? Yeah, you're not having it. Uh, corn and mayonnaise. Uh, this text says they put corn and or mayonnaise on pizza in Taiwan. And or mayonnaise? Yeah, well, corn yeah. Corn and mayonnaise mixed together? I we'll try that in a heartbeat. Is it, I, I need more information. Is it cooked, like, all together Is on the za? I don't know. I don't know. Um, um, anybody know that for sure? Too Let many us know. questions, sorry. This text says, I like salt and pepper on my pizza. Sometimes I get funny looks. You well, know. Of course, sure. That's fine. Sometimes yeah. you got to add some something odd onto your pizza just to see if you, I always think of On the Wedge in uh, Sunnyside Mall. They have um, some pretty unique pizzas mm-hmm. there. Uh, they do a dill pickle pizza, yep. which is an Asiago dill cream base with Ooh. matzah, dill pickles. Ooh. They have a Parmesan crust and then crushed dill pickles on top. And we're getting close to the time when they will do their holiday pizza, when they'll do their, their Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving pizza. dinner pizza. Have you ever had oh that? God, yes. Really? So good. Oh, man. Dressing and gravy and turkey. Do they and- put cranberry sauce on top, too? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Why not? Yeah, why uh, This not? text does not want tomato sauce on their pizza. Okay. Mm. The salt and pepper one, I think it probably, I mean, there's probably enough salt in it already, but whatever. Who you cares? Know, <laughs> but I'll put pepper on everything. Oh, yeah. Know. Oh, yeah. Um, this text says, a girl I grew up with, her father used to put molasses and ketchup on pizza. No. I'm thinking. Like, like ketchup as in the tomato sauce? And is that already on there, or do you just have like a pizza crust and you put molasses <laughs> All over disgusting. it. <laughs> what, what does not yeah. belong on a pizza? Hey, move. You know what? I know people are going to disagree, but I say spinach. I feel like it's like eating wet Kleenex. No. Just, <laughs> oh, my God. Can't do it. That is the worst description I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> we were just having a discussion. I can't do it. We were just having a discussion here in, in in the studio about arugula, and both of us love arugula. How about that? Does that belong on a pizza? On pizza. Um, not, no. You know what? I love arugula, too, but yeah, no. I do something about cooked spinach. It's like eating wet cleaner, mm. and I just, I can't do it. Keep it anyway, off. Have a great day. Thanks, you Hey, too. thanks. See you later. Bye. Bye. It's Aaron and Peter's Move Morning Mindbender. Just before the mind bender question, I just saw an updated model for Hurricane 
Fiona. Uh oh. <laughs> it's looking more and more like a complete miss is not going to happen. So it will be hitting us. It's been pushed. It's been nudged over to the west. So the hurricane was expected. You know, all things considered, probably going between Cape Breton and Newfoundland, the eye, more or less. But now it's looking more like it could hit the mainland. But you know, not a direct. Okay. Hit. All right. Okay. Good. <laughs> Great news. We promise we will keep talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Here are your Mindbender uh, question. Here's a Mindbender question for this morning. One in seven adults say this would have been their dream job as a teenager. Mm. And they were so jealous of their friends who had that job. <laughs> what do you think the job is? Call us with your guess at 451-1313. Or you can text your guess in right now to 100-247. Uh, good morning, Move 100, your guess. Hi, uh, is it a lifeguard? Ooh. Nope, not a lifeguard. That would be a great job, though. Yep. Huh? <laughs> Thank My three boys are all lifeguards. All right. Yeah, they are. What a great job. Good for them. Yeah, hang out at the beach all summer. Yeah, I'm into it. Thank you so much for the call. No problem. Have a good great one. Day. Bye-bye. Okay, some texts coming in. Uh, dog walker. Mm. That'd be a great job as sure. a kid. Are you kidding? Uh, babysitter. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, working in a... Uh, uh, what? Working caddy. as a rock... A, a caddy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Also, I'm uh, sorry. Rock band roadie is what this text says. <laughs> it threw me off. I was like, rock band roadie? Oh, my God. That's funny. Working at Tim Hortons. <laughs> No? No, that's not it. No, okay. No, 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 uh, no. As a barista. Working as a barista. Still not it. No. Uh, and this text says, working as a movie theater usher. That's the one. I mean, not usher not necessarily, a... but working at a movie theater. Oh, working in a movie. Yeah. One man. in seven say this would have been their dream job working in a theater, and they were so jealous of their friends who got to work at the movie theater. Uh, you got to, like, chill out and eat popcorn all day. Yeah. Heck yeah. And I assume you got free movies. Yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> I was jealous of the popcorn. <laughs> uh, anybody listening have a really cool job as a kid? Like, your friends were jealous of you because of this job. I applied for a really cool job. Never got it. Um, I, you what know, was it? You know where Autoport is over in yeah, Eastern yeah. Passage? Yeah. Those beautiful cars oh, yeah. lined up by the hundreds. Uh, I had a friend, an older friend, who worked there, and I wanted to be the person who got to drive the cars off the boat. No kidding. All the luxury cars? Yeah. <gasps> cars you, you could get never it? get here. <laughs> Ferraris, Maseratis. Yeah. I wanted that job. Do you Oddly, have, like, a horrible driving record or something? No, but I was, like, 18 years old. Yeah. Oddly, they didn't give me the job. They're like, it's absolutely a no from us. You're never. 18. You're not driving these Ferraris. Never even got a call back. <laughs> I always get, I used to get anxiety driving past that because now they have a light so they can drive across the street. Right. But before, there was nothing there, and mm -hmm. they just would have to book it across that road there, and it was, like, impossible. I still drive by every once in a while just to see the cars that you can't find yeah. in Canada. And you're always totally thrown off about how many cars there are. Like, once you look up on both sides and look up past the hill, it's unbelievable. Consider this my job application. <laughs> yeah, I think we both want to go work there. <laughs> For work, I want to drive cars off the boat at Autoport. <laughs> Never miss a moment of Aaron and Peter on Move 100 Halifax. Listen weekdays 530 to 10 and follow their podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.